quietly because everyone's asleep in my house but I really wanted to do this so Romans 5 12 through 21 but I'm gonna be I'm gonna continue right into Romans 6 not sure where I'll stop but and I'm just gonna break it down as I read through it so if I would actually suggest stopping this and go go and read all through all at least Romans 5 12 through 21 just to get it all in context Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, that's Adam, and death through sin, as soon as Adam and Eve sinned, our, our eternal existence stopped. We ceased to be able to live eternally, perfectly with God. So in death through sin, and so death spread to all men. Okay, Adam and Eve cursed for all of us, because all sinned. Because once they sinned, now it was just imparted to us. Their sin now becomes our sin. Now we are born into sin. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. Okay, the law, meaning, yes, the Ten Commandments, but there's lots of laws, both before and after the actual Ten Commandments. And the, the Ten Commandments don't come till Exodus, so there's plenty of life that happens before the law was given. But there was, there was sin before the law. But sin is not counted where there is no law. So there was, there was already sin, there was a brokenness, we broke our relationship with God, but yet God did not lay down all the law at this point, not yet. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. So Paul's just breaking it down now. So once Adam sinned, again, we we're all born into sin. So that reigned all the way to Moses. And it says that even those who were sinning was not like the transgression of Adam. See, Adam and Eve broke that initial relationship with, with God and man. And so obviously all of our sins, all of Abraham and Isaac and Joseph and Moses, all their sin wasn't that same sin. Nonetheless, we're, we're still breaking the relationship between God on a daily basis, just in a different way. And the verse ends with, who was a type? So, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who were, whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. A type of the one who, they're talking about Jesus. So Jesus was going to come, born into sinful flesh, yet without sin. Verse 15. But the free gift is not like the trespass. I love that. For if many died through the one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and free gift of grace. Of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. So now we're, we're getting the good news. Anytime you get a but in the heaven, I mean in the Bible, it's a good thing. Verse 16, And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following man's trespass brought justification. What does justification mean? We've been made right. We've been uh, declared just. Uh, the justice has been served. Uh, the, the penalty for sin has been dealt with through Christ. Our sin has been dealt with through Christ. See, so he's contrasting. We all have sinned. 
but we all have our own sin. Like our, we're responsible for our own sin. And so that one man's sin has brought condemnation to all. But Jesus coming and in reversing that all by living the perfect life that we could never live. He has now lived a life so right before God that when he, when he is killed for that, it is wiping out all that original sin, condemnation that has been brought upon those who believe. See, Adam and Eve didn't know that them eating of that fruit was going to curse the entire world for all of the existence of life on this world. But Christ came willingly and died for the sins of the world to bring us back to him. Verse 17, for if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace on the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So we kind of just talked about that. Therefore, one man's trespass led to condemnation for all men. So one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. This, as we read through stuff like this, and as you start growing, as I pray that you do continue to grow in Christ and your theology, was, which is just, everyone's has a theology, just depends on if it's good or not. Um, theology th simply meaning the study of God or the um, beliefs in God or, or exactly what do you believe about God. Verse 18, therefore, as one man's trespass led to condemnation, we did that verse 19 for as by one man's disobedience the many were made sinners so by one man's obedience the many will be made righteous now the law came in to increase the trespass but where sin increased grace abounded all the more what does that mean so there was already sin we did not know the laws of god yet but it was written on our hearts we knew what was right or wrong we knew that we knew the people who were, who were following God, we knew the people who were rebelling against God. But what this is saying is, once God gave us his law, once God let us, let it be known, his heart, then that made all of our sin that much worse. All of our, the stuff we didn't know even was sin, we now knew. We have to look at that as a grace as well. Like, thank you, God, for letting us know your heart so that we can do what we can to live more faithfully to you. You know, um, we're not going to live perfectly, but we we strive for that and, and we still rest on what christ has done for us but but we're this is where the, the verse six comes into play too but or uh, chapter six we're on verse 20 i just read it but let's read it again now that law came in to increase the trespass but where sin increased grace abounded all the more so that as sin reigned in death grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through jesus christ what shall we say then? Are we to continue in to sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? So see, there is a there is something going on in the church, in who the, the the church that he's writing to, Paul's writing to in Roman, where they thought, where you know you read this, the first twenty of first of chapter five. Now the law came in to increase trespass, but where sin increased, grace abound all the more. There was this thought that was like, okay, if God's grace is enough for me or enough for my sin, then that means the more I sin, the more I get to experience God's grace. So they would just sin, sin it up, and then go and repent and, and have whatever weird experience of God's grace. 
And Paul's like, no. What shall you say then? Are you to continue to sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? That's what the Bible continues to call us. That, that we were dead in our sin. We were dead in our trespasses. We were dead in our rebellion. And Christ raised us up. So now that we are raised, we are dead to our sin. Now, do we continue to sin? Yes, but not on purpose. And and we're going to continue to fail. And we still are, are just wrapped in this weak flesh that just strives for everything unholy. So yes, we are going to sin, but we don't continue to sin. We don't sin because we love it. When we do sin, we, we, we feel remorse and we pray for strength to not sin. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. See, that I believe that he's talking about both in this life and the next to walk newness in life. When we've made that decision to submit our lives to Christ, and that doesn't mean that when you, if you've said a prayer once in your life, you're not covered. If your life has not completely changed after you have submitted to him, whether it started with a prayer or not, then you are not following Christ. Because following Christ requires action. It requires loving God more than all things. It requires exalting Christ above all things being satisfied in him above all things so i'll stop right there in the in the verses but yeah i pray that this is it's it's, it's your help your understanding it a little bit more and and it's getting um, deeper ingrained in your mind and and remember that as you grow in this stuff you are going to be attacked in every which way a lot of ways you probably won't even see coming it's just going to feel like life but the enemy and even your own flesh wants nothing to do with this kind of stuff so i pray that you continue and continue going to your church continue to start i just pray you start seeing god for who he is how the bigness of who he is and what he is love you (laughs) 